Blog Talk Radio.
in the name of Amen, the Supreme, the All-Powerful, the one and only true Lord, and Amen, we trust, as the Republican mentalists, the real 144,000 that's being gathered in this day and time, mentalists, the Amen race, the bright race. Good evening. I'm your host, the intellectual newbie Minkari, and this is Mental Life Radio, and tonight we're going to be discussing why does ungrateful behavior lead to ungrateful people? Why does ungrateful behavior lead to ungrateful people? Now, I know y'all never saw that word before, ungrateful, the way I spelled it, U-N-G-R-E-A-T-F-U-L. Even though it's not considered a word, it still is nonetheless a reality of a situation or circumstance of a people. People who are ungrateful for the things in life that are meant to make them great, the lessons you learn in life, the wisdom you get from people, the intelligence that people share with you, bestow upon you, your ability to receive that as a way to raise up and lift yourself up, to guide yourself forward, to move forward collectively as a people, that is what will bring you to greatness. That will bring you to greatness as a people. When you are grateful for what it is that you have, you have the ability to think, you have the ability to reason, you have the ability to rationalize. Most of you, well, some of you now, but all of our people had this at one point. And because we were ungrateful, because we did not value the ability to think, to process, to receive lessons or instructions from somebody who was trying to raise us mentally because we didn't want it, because we were ungrateful, because it did not serve our um, three-dimensional, our material wants and desires, our selfish material wants and desires, because we were ungrateful for the things that we got. We became a people who were ungrateful, meaning that they have not reached greatness. Like I said, I can't help but to see how the correlation between the two, a people who are ungrateful or a people who will be ungrateful, they will not be great. They will not see greatness. You see, they will not see greatness. They will not ascend their level of degradation in the society because, like I said, you have to appreciate what you have, know what you actually have in order for you to take that forward with you. You have to know what you have, what you have access to. If like that's for example, if somebody has somebody is fortunate enough to have great parents, great mother, great father, right? Because in this day and time many people don't have that. They don't have great mothers and great fathers who have great wisdom and lessons and things to share with them, you know, have um who you can have a real conversation with where a man could talk to his father or a daughter, a, a woman could talk to her mother or grandmother or grandfather or grandpa, whatever, that you can have that relationship, right, that you can have that connection with them where you can speak to your elders. That is a form of greatness to have that ability to be able to talk to those people, but so many people are ungrateful. Like you might have a lot of these young bucks out here when they see an older person trying to teach them a lesson, trying to give them some wisdom and whatnot. These little niggas are ungrateful, man. These little niggas are ungrateful. Yeah, right, whatever, OG, whatever. And you're trying to help them. You're trying to make sure they don't fall into the pitfalls. 
You, I've seen guys come home from jail doing 20 damn years, 30 years, they'll do their life away for the most part. And they try to tell these young boys, you don't want to go down that path. I went down trying to be a so-called thug in a hood and all this other crap. You don't want to do that. Go to school, get yourself together. They might say get a job or whatever. But don't go down that path. The young boys, do they listen? No. They don't want to hear that. They want to hear some foolishness that's going to fuel that idiocy of where they think they're going to uh, become kings in the drug game or the head gangbanger, and they think they're going to escape jail or death. They think they're going to escape that. And when you have somebody who's trying to give them some wisdom, an older person who's been through it, was fortunate enough to speak to them because so many of them are not going to get any guidance, so many of them are not going to get any wisdom, but those who do, right, the ones who get re- who reach out, some of them may accept that and may use that to alter their lives. Others, they don't want to hear that. Oh, this old nigga trying to preach to me. I don't want to hear that nigga's trying to preach to me. I don't want to hear miss me with that. Then a nigga locked up in jail somewhere dead. You see? Ungrateful. Ungrateful. If your mother tell you, don't go out here and be fast with these guys, don't be trying to, you know, you try to get get you a husband, get you a, get you a family. I don't want to hear that. I got to go out here and sow my wilds. I want to go and look around and whatnot. Next thing you know, and she ungrateful for that wisdom, right, because her mother might have been out there like that at one time, and she's ungrateful for that wisdom. She don't take that wisdom and use it as a deterrent from where the path she's going down. She don't. They don't use it for that. So what happens? She go out here, lay with this one, lay with that one. She end up catching a damn disease or get caught up in some nonsense, some foolishness that she wasn't ready for and some drama because she didn't want to listen to that wisdom. She was ungrateful for that wisdom. She didn't know how to take that wisdom, just like he didn't know how to take that wisdom and grow with it. So people who are ungrateful never will see greatness. People who are ungrateful will never see greatness. When I see so-called this young black generation, they really don't know what people had to go through for the for them to even be here. Young older people who were sacrificing, who were sitting out, you know, who were trying to do the best they could, you know, in this system that's set up by the beast, trying to raise decent children, trying to want better for them, and they turned around and spit in their parents' face, man. A lot of this generation, they turned around and spit in their face. I don't mean physically spit in their face, but you know figuratively spitting their face by letting their lives go to shit, basically letting their lives turn into nothing. If you see that your parents have worked hard to get you through school or whatever they, whatever effort they tried to put into making you a better person, a greater person and whatnot, and you are ungrateful for it and you don't see like, damn, I should, you know, I should be raised into the occasion since these people believe in me, for lack of a better word. They know that I have greatness in me, so therefore it would behoove me to take what they're giving me, whatever lesson they're giving me, whatever financial assistance, whatever support they're giving me, and I'm going to make myself even greater in honor of them, in honor of them and in honor of myself, you see, because I come from great people. I come from caring people. I come from people who want greater for me. But when you got ungrateful people out there, oh, the hell with that. I'm going to do what I want to do. I'm going to do me. Hmm. Which usually means they're going to destroy themselves on some level. Or they're going to, if, if, if you know, hopefully, if, if, you know, everything goes decent, they'll just turn out to be, you know, they'll go through a lot of hell in their life. 
because they were ungrateful for the lessons, the signals, the things they were given to make them better, to make them greater. They were ungrateful toward it. A lot of our so a lot of so called black race, like I said, I'm focusing on them. They are ungrateful for, you know, just in general the struggle our people went through in the society and continue to go through, the so called black people go through in the society. They're ungrateful for that. How do they show their ungratefulness? How do they show their ungratefulness for the struggle that they people have been through, that our people go through in the society? How do they show their gratitude? They don't. They don't show their gratitude. They don't. What they do is they form gangs. They tear up their damn neighborhoods, right? They sell drugs. They do violence in their mother and their grandmother and their father's neighborhood, grandfather's neighborhoods. They terrorize the people in their neighborhood. And eventually they end up dead or in jail. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for the effort we put in on you. That's what you gave us back. That's what you delivered back to us. Nothing. We gave you something and you delivered nothing back to us. That's ungrateful. And for that, that person is ungrateful. They will never see greatness. That is a that is what the problem with the mass majority of our people. We had people that came amongst us who were great people. I keep bringing up down Elijah Muhammad, Dr. Malachi Z. York, but you had a lot of ungrateful niggas that followed them. You got a lot of ungrateful niggas that followed them that didn't see the wisdom in what they were saying. Because, you know, when it comes to so-called black people, and, you know, we are so-called black people already got this uh, uh, low mindset, a low-level way of thinking when it comes to one another. Oh, you know, they'll listen to you a little bit, but then a nigga try to tell me something, you ain't telling me nothing. But when a white man saw Caucasian comes in, they all is. They all is. But they do things like that. They are ungrateful for what they people went through. They are ungrateful for what our people went through, how they show that. Like I said, so-called black people, you should never want to harm another so-called black person again in your life. You should never want to do that. Based on what we go through in the society, you should never want to do that. I'm not saying you got to be on some lovey-dovey type of thing with one another, but you should show some form of respect, even if from a distance. Even if from a distance, you should show some sort of respect based on what you and that other man or you and that other woman should understand that what you go through as so-called quote-unquote black people being referred to that being labeled under that in the society. You should have some level of respect for that. You should have some level of respect for yourself. If you have a father or a mother who raises you good, and you seen all you seen was good, strong men around you, good, strong women around you, solid family, then, like I said, you women, you're supposed to go out there and get a man that look like your father. You ain't supposed to go out there and get a man who don't look like your father. That's a dishonor to your father. You're supposed to go out here and get a – if you see a woman, your mother was a great woman, you're supposed to go out here and get a woman like your mother that's of your same kind, of your same seed, of your same race. Well, she's dishonoring your mother and your father. You see? Mm-hmm. You know, like a good example of that is Venus uh, Serena Williams. Perfect example. She don't have no dealings with her father. She done disrespected her father. Her mother done disrespected her. Now, had it not been for her father, she wouldn't be who she is, her or her sister. You think her and her sister are grateful to their father for that? You think they, they you think they grateful? You think they went out here and got two bronze men who are in the image of their father, two strong bronze men to seed with? 
to carry forth the seed because that's showing gratitude towards your genetic material. When you come from a strong man, you want to seed strong children with another strong man to replace your father or to be an extension of your father. You see, that's gratitude. They ain't had no gratitude. What they went out and did, they went out and got two cave, cave dwellers, you see, who wouldn't have pissed on them. When they wasn't tennis, who wouldn't have pissed on them, wouldn't looked at them twice if they weren't uh, tennis players. You see, that's what you call ungra- ungratefulness. But see, what happens with them? You see, ever since she got, ever since Serena Williams got with that cave, with the cave dweller, ever since she got with the cave man, she ain't won no goddamn um, tournament. She ain't won no tournaments. Little, little, little gray, little gray uh, Naomi Osaki, she came and whooped her ass. That's punishment, man. That's punishment. She'll never regain her greatness again. She's done, man. You see, she's done. You see, nobody, nobody's going to think about them no more. You see, it's about what people continue to do. It ain't about what you do or what you've done. It's what you continue to do. That's what leaves an impression. That is the mark of greatness. When you don't carry that mark of greatness, when you don't have gratitude towards your own you know, the people that you come from, right? And they, like even if they try their best, like I said, you know, if you don't even respect that and you don't respect anything, you don't even respect yourself. I used to think back back in the days about how I used to see these guys back, you know, in the 80s. When I told you I come up in the 80s. I come up in the 80s. I come up where guys was robbing guys for their coats, you know, and, and the so-called black community, black neighborhoods, robbing other black men for their coats, for their shoes and things like that, taking jewelry off their neck, black males robbing each other. Now, who would raise you? Who would raise you in that image to go out here and take something off of somebody else's back, stick a gun in somebody's face, somebody's mother's child, and threaten to kill somebody over a pair of goddamn shoes or a coat or a hat? I said that that's that. I, 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 more and more I look back at that, and I remember these guys doing that, snatching coats and jewelry and hats and taking coats and shoes or nice leather coats, just robbing somebody. They don't go to, they won't go, if you're going to do that, like I said, they're not going to go to the so-called white man's store, and they're not going to go in his store and steal a brand-new coat, which would have made sense. You're saying, I'm not saying you're supposed to commit no crime, period. I could, if you're going to steal, I could have seen you going and doing that because, number one, I wouldn't want to wear no coat that somebody else had on. To me, that's some bum shit. That's straight bum shit. I don't want to wear no shoes, no ups, nobody else had on. I don't even like I don't even like hand me down. You see, I never liked hand me down. I want all my own new shit. You see, these guys they want to steal shoes and coat off somebody back. That's some bum shit. But what is it really more? What is it really telling about that they were raised by a female? They were raised by females, not by men. See, because females are jealous of other people who have what they don't have. So a lot of these guys who call themselves thugs and whatnot, like I said, they was raised by a bunch of ungrateful females, a bunch of ungrateful black females. And because they didn't get what they wanted, they wanted to go out here and take from somebody else. So you got a bunch of males out here with the mentality of females who was calling themselves thugs. You see, that can only be produced by an ungrateful group of people. You see, that can only be produced by an ungrateful group of people that have problems mentally. 
that have problems mentally with one another, that hate to see somebody having something nice on and whatnot. Because my mindset was always, I never, that's just, I never understood this. If I seen somebody dress in a nice coat, nice hat, be a brother or sister, whatever, nice haircut, I would, I was like, you know, I my thought was into if I didn't have it, my thought wasn't, you know, I want to take that from them. I never, I never understood that. I was always congratulating. I think that looked nice. I like seeing all people look nice in nice coats and hats. Why would I take something from somebody? You see, I feel a great. I said, I feel a a sense of greatness, you know, saying that these people keep themselves together, you know, not so much for the material thing, but these people look nice and whatnot. So why would I want to take something from them? That's like seeing, you know, that's like seeing, that's like seeing a beautiful picture, a beautiful mural, a beautiful mural on a wall, a beautiful painting. And because I didn't paint the picture, because the picture doesn't belong to me, because I didn't create the picture, I'm going to go away and deface the goddamn picture. I'm going to throw some um, some damn, some damn uh, uh, nonsense, some some uh, black paint or something all over the picture. I'm going to deface it because I'm mad that I didn't paint the picture or I couldn't appreciate the picture, the beauty of the picture. And therefore, I was ungrateful for the to the artist who put that work out there. You see? I was ungrateful. Here it is. This artist had some beautiful work. I've seen some breathtaking artwork. Now, you imagine somebody saying that, and, oh, that shit ain't nothing. No, niggas, that shit ain't nothing. That's all right. That shit ain't nothing. Or you hear something, somebody produces a beautiful piece of music. Oh, that shit ain't all that. Because you didn't do it. So you were ungrateful at the fact that you were able to hear something so great and because there was no greatness really in you because when you are ungrateful, you are robbed of the connection of greatness. When you are ungrateful, then what happens is you get robbed of the mindset of greatness. You follow what I'm saying with that? You can't think on a higher level. You can't think on a greater level when you are an ungrateful person, when you don't know what gratitude is. You follow? You All you do is you take shit and you use people and take their shit and you want to hate on people and everything you say when it comes to is contrived, is phony, is fake and whatnot, and what does it do? You've seen these type of people, like I said, they are the most ungrateful people. You'll loan them money, you'll give them money, you'll help them, and they'll turn right around and talk crazy to you, disrespect you, you see. But what they don't realize is when they do that, they are creating a bridge of ungratefulness for themselves. They're creating that linear, or should I say, not say that linear, that circular mindset of, ungrate, of ungratefulness in themselves. Because that's like a chain reaction. When you're not grateful to somebody who's trying to help you or raise you up, then what happens is you're going to fall into a circle of a bunch of people who are ungrateful just like you, a bunch of people who do not have greatness in you. And these people will turn around and eat at you and try to take you apart. You ever see these people who have all, you know, the people that went out of their life all their life, their family members that helped them and whatnot, and these people never appreciate it. They go and just take money from the family members. They never give nothing back. They never. These people always live in miserable conditions. They live in miserable conditions. Mentally, they live in miserable conditions. You know why? Because they don't understand greatness. They don't understand greatness. They have no connection, no clue to it. They live like roaches. They live like roaches. For example, like 
in the damn projects, right? Or in these buildings. You ever see how black people do in these buildings? Niggas that tear up the damn building. You like I've I've lived in you know apartments, rent controlled apartments and stuff like that. And these are nice buildings. These are not the projects and rent controlled buildings, right? Ain't nobody standing around getting high. Nobody smoking. Ain't nobody sitting around doing you know. Nobody hanging out in front of the building. What do these little niggas do? You would think that their mamas and them would tell them, listen, we live in a nice place here. We live in a nice place. There's no gang affiliate, no gang shit going on here. None of this, you know, nonsense going on here. Keep the building clean. What will these little niggas do? They'll throw garbage on the floor. They'll throw garbage on the floor. You live in a nice building, and you little niggas will throw garbage on the floor. That Your mothers don't tell you, don't litter in this building. This is where we live. They got no pride in where they live, no pride whatsoever. You have a neighborhood that's a decent neighborhood and whatnot. Instead of y'all trying to make sure nobody's getting harmed out here, nobody's getting killed, nobody, you don't, you're not grateful for that. You're not grateful to live in a decent place. And even if the place is not decent, y'all can make the place decent. You can make the place better. It's not the property. It's not the projects. It's not the those things that make it bad because when the white man comes, what does he do? He'll turn the dent. The projects become co-ops. The same buildings that you niggas pissed in the elevator floors, do floor, garbage on the floor, the same degenerate mindset in which you was robbing people in the elevator, they come and they turn the damn, uh, they turn the damn building into a co-op and it's nice now. I heard you so-called black people talk about gentrification, gentrification, gentrification. Well, when you niggas had your own neighborhoods, when you had Harlem, when you had Brownsville, when you had East New York, when you had uh, South Side of Chicago, when you niggas had uh, 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 um, places in North Carolina, when you had your enclaves, what did you do with them? What did you do with them? When you had Florida and all these other places, when you had South Central L.A. and Watts and all this other stuff, when you inherited from the white man who he kept the neighborhood up, what did y'all do with the neighborhood? What did you do with it? Oh, that's right. Come up from down south, escape lynching and all this other stuff that was going on. Your family come up here to escape lynching to give you a better life. What do you little niggas do? You start fucking gangs and you start killing each other and selling drugs to each other. Ungrateful niggas. You see the correlation? Growing uncut. Growing uncut. What do you do? You tear the goddamn neighborhood up. You see, that's what you do. You niggas allow drugs to be sold in the neighborhood. You gangbang and kill each other over dumb shit. Little babies getting shot in the street and things like that. This is what you do. You see, you don't open up your own stores. You support everybody else that come in there from the Koreans to the Asian, the Chinese, to the damn Jews, to the whoever come in your neighborhood, to the Arabs, whoever come in your neighborhood, you support them. You see? So-called black man coming open up the store. Yo, let me get that for. Yo, let me get all oh, you niggas planning to rob him and take his store. You're not. You're not grateful to the fact that this person, you know, was able to put some money together and know how hard it is on another so-called black person to actually get a business going and have this to people poor. What you niggas want to do? You want to rob the business? You want. You want some. Uh, you want. You want credit. You don't want to pay for shit. You want to steal out the store because you got that hate and that jealousy and that envy because you don't want to see another so-called black person like yourself achieve something. You Instead of you looking at that and seeing it as an extension of greatness for you, instead of you saying, well, damn, 
you know, I see this brother doing it, or I see this sister doing it, I'm going to do it. It inspired me to do better. See, that's how greatness works. That's what happens when you are grateful, when you have gratitude, when you see people doing something that is great. Because even in flattering people, when you're seeing people that's doing something great in the world, and like I said, you should have a form, uh, the mindset that should come over you, especially when it's your own kind. The mindset that should come over you is gratefulness. 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 G-R-A-T-E-F-U-L. Gratefulness. You should be grateful that you see another so-called black person doing something that ain't out here selling drugs, that ain't out here robbing and stealing, they ain't out here making a bunch of stupid-ass music that enslave all people that got something that they doing. But what do y'all do instead? You hate on them. You hate on them. You don't care. The white man can come through and make all the money, come up with all that. That's, that's okay. That's okay. He come through and make all the money. The Asian come through and make it. You have no problem. So-called black man opens up the store. You should rob this nigga. Rob this nigga. Rob this nigga store. That's how sick y'all are. That's how sick and degenerate you have become. But like I said, that ungratefulness follows. You see, that ungratefulness follows. That sickness follows. See, I don't hear none of the so-called pro-black conscious niggas addressing this mental illness of so-called black people. They want to talk about giving black people reparations. You see. They want to talk about giving black people reparations. We're going to then turn around and give it right back to white people on a bunch of material BS. That's what they want to talk about. That is the most ungrateful shit I ever heard in my life. You're going to tell me for the suffering of your people, for the suffering of your people, for the suffering and the blood that your people have spilt in this society, in this land, the suffering of our people and the blood that was spilt, you want some money just so you could turn around and give it back to white people. For cars and clothes and jewelry. That's the most ungrateful shit I ever heard in my life. But this is what your so-called pro-black conscious people were pushing, saying that this is what black people should want. This is what black people should look out and try to get. That's the most ungrateful thing I ever heard in my life. That is a disgrace. You niggas asking for reparations is a disgrace. It's like you saying what the white man did to your people is, you know, it can be a, a dollar value can be put on it. A dollar value can be put on it, what they did to your people. That's what you're saying. That's really what you're saying. Oh, our people was oppressed. We was worked to death. But give us some money so we can then turn around and get it back to you from Mercedes, uh, uh, some Louis Vuitton, and some bullshit. Not, oh, even if you're going to ask, but not give us some money so we can go and put it into schools so we can make our children greater. We can make them the next doctors, the next architects, the next lawyers, the next people that build the society, next engineers. Our, our sons and daughters can be the next engineers, the next dentists, the next doctors. That would be gratitude. That would be gratitude for the struggle. But do you hear anybody talking like that? Do you hear any of these highbrow so-called black people talking like that? No, they're talking about reparations so that you can get the money and then turn around and give it right back to white people. That's what they're talking about. That's what's going to make everything better. That's what they talk. This is this is this is the intelligence. This is your black intelligentsia, as they say. This is your black conscious black intelligentsia. Yeah, we want reparations. Oh, we want more political uh, uh, political uh, uh, representation. Why? Why would you want that? Why would you want to be a part of the policies of this society? 
What you should be trying to do is set policy within your neighborhoods and your communities and reestablish law and order and some decency in your damn neighborhood. That's gratitude. Not going to some goddamn white man and playing games and monkeying around in some political system that they don't regard you as. They don't. They, you congressional black caucus Negroes and you boule Negroes. You have y'all, y'all, y'all. The white man ain't got no respect for you niggas, man. None. He ain't got no respect for you. They just playing games with you, man. You know why? Because they see that you are not people who are grateful. You don't have gratitude for your elders. You don't have gratitude for what they came through and what they had to go through in this society. You don't have no gratitude, man. You don't have any respect for your own kind. They see that. And because they see that you don't have any respect, because respect translates into gratitude. Respect, because in order for you to have gratitude or be grateful to somebody, you have to have a level of respect, but in the highest level of respect. When you don't have that, then everything else is out the goddamn window. Everything else is out the window. I live next door to you. I see your family. I see your children. Your daughter. I'm going to break in your house and rob you or how to harm your daughter or, or, or do something to your family. That's ungrateful, man. That is, that is, that is that's, that's ungrateful. What is wrong with you people? Answer, like I said, disconnect. That mental disconnect. You see? I could, that's the mental disconnect right there. That's all that is. You see, when we were disconnected mentally from the fourth dimension, what happened? We start acting like these people on the less and the lower levels. Like I said, the more we start coming down from the fourth dimension, then we eventually came into the third dimension. Then we got all the way down to the lowest point into the second dimension. And now you see white people and all these other people, they got more respect for their they heritage and their lineage than you so-called black people do. They got more respect for their lineage and heritage than, they, than you so-called black people do. They'll sit up here. You ain't going. You ain't going to talk bad about the uh, um, uh, the Confederate flag or they Confederate heroes, they Confederate Caucasian heroes. They'll stand up and be ready to fight for that. You see, you ain't talking bad about them. You see, because they they are they grateful. They know they understand. They have gratitude for their so their so called founding fathers. They have gratitude for their founding fathers. The white man has gratitude for George Washington for uh, 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 um. John Adams and all them other people, Kennedy, they have they have uh, um, gratitude for those people. You see, they're grateful to those kind of people for how they made them feel, how they made them think, how they was able to instill, a, you know, this thing in the minds of white people that, you know, the future is yours. You can have whatever you want in this world. We're controlling things here, blah, blah, blah. And this is the mindset Caucasians walk around with. They show gratitude every day by respecting one another. They got more respect for each other than you so-called black people got for each other. Yet you were the people that were supposed to be oppressed here. You were the people that had the white man's foot on your goddamn neck. You sure don't act like it. You sure don't act like it. Because you should never be taking the you should never be taking the back of a so-called white person over one of your own kind. You see, because they ain't doing it with you. They ain't doing it with you. But y'all got a sickness with y'all. Like I said. It's no coincidence whenever you go all over the world and you've seen where black people once ruled these, this planet and these regions and whatnot. Now you go to these regions and all over the world, you see black people in the goddamn ghettos. You see black people living the worst wherever you go. 
You know, it's always the damn black section where, where the so-called black race, black people are living the lowest. Why is that? Because they come down to that two-dimensional mindset. They've come down to that two-dimensional mindset. They've allowed the beast to take them down. And y'all went down easy. Y'all went down easy. You see, you niggas went down easy like hoes on Saturday night. You niggas went down easy. Raw and uncut. That's just how y'all went down, especially you black males, man. You niggas are disgusting on all levels. You went down the worst. So you could kind of understand when a woman do it because a woman is operating from an emotional standpoint and she's always going to be somewhat, uh, a woman is always going to be somewhat uh, uh, vulnerable because a woman they know, that's why the white man goes after the black woman because he knows that women in general are vulnerable, you see. He knows they're vulnerable, and so he goes after women. But it's supposed to be for you men to stand up and protect your women, keep them in order. You see, there's no excuse for that. There's no excuse for raising sons who have any feminine energy in them. You see, there's no excuse for that. There's no excuse for raising daughters who have masculine energy in them. There's no excuse for that. That is ungratefulness to the highest degree. When it comes to real masculine and feminine energy, that is ungratefulness to the highest degree, you see. And when you have ungratefulness in the mix, you're going to have people who will not be great ever. They will never see greatness. They will never see greatness, you see. They will never see it. They will always keep going through the things they're going through. That's why, like I said, when I did that broadcast, I don't feel sorry for black people. I don't feel sorry for black people at all. I will never feel sorry for black people because black people don't have any gratitude. They are not grateful for where they came from. You see, they're not interested in where they came from, so they damn sure don't care where they're going. They're just out here in the world taking up space, the mass majority of our people, you see. Like, you, you'll sit up here, you'll see, like, these young guys, they'll sit up here and see their mamas and them working all week and working hard and whatnot, but then they'll go act, and they, don't, they ain't doing a damn thing. They'll go ask for a damn $200 pair of sneakers. You see, they'll go ask for a $200 pair of sneakers. They ain't never had no job. They can't do a damn thing. They'll go ask for a pair of $200 sneakers. Ain't trying to get no job. Ain't trying to get, get nothing. They, they job is begging you. So, so that they can put some damn $200 sneakers on it, cost these eight, cost the white man $10, $5 to make. You see, that's their mindset. This is what you raise them. And if you can't give it to them, they ready to, they ready to rob out of your purse. They ready to rob out your damn purse or go out in the street and rob somebody or sell drugs to somebody or go trapping. You see. They ready to go do that just so they can get some just so they can get some material possession from the white man. That's all they want it for. Like I said, do you hear any of these people being that you coming from like so called black people say these black consciousness, you coming out of poverty, you coming out of a state of ignorance, you coming out of where you gotta depend on Caucasians for everything, for the answers to everything. You would think these people would value education over anything. And I when I say education, I mean our education, meaning us educating us, meaning us turning out our own doctors, turning out our own lawyers, turning out our own engineers, turning out the people you need to run a society. You would think that black people, because they always tell you black people were denied the right to read, they were denied the right to have an education, you know, on the, on the plantation and whatever, they were denied that and they were denied this. So you would think that these same black people who know that history would be like, you know what, 
since these people denied us, you know what we're going to do? We're going to make sure we embrace education. We're going to learn technical knowledge. We're going to learn this so that we can raise our people up, so that we can have our own communities where we ain't got to go and take our mothers to the damn hospital to get her breast cut off if she got a tumor in her breast or take our father to get um, prostate cancer. He got to go and, and get, go have a, somebody stick a damn hand up his ass and all this other nonsense when we could have been fixing all these things. You see, that's, un, that's, that's, un, that's ungratefulness. You should be trying to make sure that you gear your children toward being the next engineers, the next doctors, the next lawyers, the next whatever, the next professional people, the next technical people. You should be making sure you gear your people toward that. No, but no, y'all, you niggas want to go out here and be gang. You want to go out here and be gang bangers and thugs. And then when y'all get the money, all you do is turn back around and give it over to white people. You don't even say, you know what? We want, you know, we want to take some of this money and try to build something for our children. We doing all this dirt and whatnot. We destroying the neighborhood. And we got crackheads all over the place. You know what? We're gonna take some of this money and we're gonna open up an academy or some kind of building or something like that for the children, so they can go and learn and have, you know, science classes and science courses. And we're gonna get the best people. We're gonna support that. We're gonna raise our babies. You would think you niggas would do that. Y'all ain't doing that. You'd rather give, it to, give $2 million away for a damn diamond necklace. That's what you'd rather do. You'd rather, you rather, you rather throw money at dirty strippers. You see? That's what you'd rather do. Throw hundreds of thousands of dollars and make it rain on a bunch of dirty-ass strippers. But then you always notice with these guys, what always happens to these fool-ass niggas when they go out and do that? What always happens to these athletes? These entertainers, these drug dealers, what always happens to these fool-ass niggas when they go out there because they're ungrateful. You got that money. You should be grateful you got it for the time you got it. And you should be doing great things with it when you got it. You should be doing great things with it, like raising up your people. But no, what do you niggas do with it? You throw it away on bullshit. You fuck it off on bullshit. And then what happens? You niggas end up in the can. You end up in the can. The white man took all your shit. All you niggas, you athlete niggas, you got 10 baby mamas, you done pissed through all that money, you niggas broke. You trying to get a job after your body's all batted up and beaten from being getting knocked all around and playing football or getting, being a boxer or whatever. You all batted up and beat up and whatnot. Then you turn around, you ain't got a damn dime. Good. That's good. Nothing from nothing leaves nothing. Good. Broken. Because you niggas were broken before you even got the money. And see, again, like I said, none of these so-called pro-blacks who saying we, you know, we need reparations will make everything right. Reparations and money will make everything. None of them is saying, no, we need to fix this mental problem with our people. We need to fix that. You know why they're not saying that? Because they're not mentally equipped to do it. And also, these guys are mentally broken as well, man. When I said that broadcast about the mental buck breaking, you black males are mentally buck broken. That's why you got the you got you ungrateful like females. You ungrateful. I ain't say like women like females. You ungrateful like females. That's why you guys got a bitch mentality. You can't get what you want, so you gonna try and steal it from somebody else. You ain't gonna go out and try to work for it or try to figure out how to get things going. Or you shouldn't think on high level beyond materialism. You got the minds like you niggas got the minds of females, man. Especially you so called wanna be thugs, man. You niggas in the 80s, I used to, like, like I said, I, it, it just, you know how things just dawn on you as time going, you see what the, the mentality was, I never could understand that. 
you robbing and stealing from somebody else. You wanted to you that wasn't even about you even wanting the coat. You just didn't want this nigga to have the coat. You wanted to take the coat off his back because you didn't want to see him with the coat looking nice. You couldn't appreciate the brother looking nice, the sister looking nice in the coat. You just had to take it off their back. You had to take a bag out of her hand. She had a nice Louis Vuitton bag. You just had to have her bag. You had to stick a gun up it. I'm going to just crackhead nigga woman talking, oh, you know, I never had a designer bag before, so I just took the gun and robbed this girl for her designer bag. Yeah, but, but you, this, these are niggas you want to give reparations to. These are niggas you want to give reparations to. That's going to make everything right. You don't deserve. You niggas don't deserve no reparations, man. You don't deserve no reparations. In fact, a lot of you, a lot. I'm gonna just say, it like a lot, of you deserve to be put to death, man. And a lot of your children that you raised, they need the skin whipped off their back, and along with the parents that raised them. You niggas need the skin whipped off your back, man. Like slaves, since you niggas gonna act like slaves, you might as well be treated like slaves. You niggas need to be hung up on by your hands and had the skin whooped off your fucking backs, man, for acting like this, for raising children like this. You niggas are disgraced, man. I don't even like looking at y'all. You see? I don't even like looking at the black race. I don't like looking at y'all because I see what y'all done become. That's why Amin is not dealing with you because they don't recognize the black race. The Amin don't recognize the black race. Y'all just like shadows on the planet. They see y'all niggas like shadows, man. You just you just shadows of the beast, man. You you y'all no different than they are, man. Y'all are lower level than they are. And I ain't think you get no lower than the beast. I ain't think you get no lower, but you niggas are reaching an all time low. You reaching an all time low. And for what? For nothing. For nothing. You see? And anybody who's trying to be better and do better and work to be better, like I said, y'all hate on those people. You hate on those people. You hate on them. You see, you could be minding your business, and I've seen it. You could be minding your business. You could be just doing your business. I remember one time, and I'll never forget this. I was, we, you know, we were selling the water and things like that, own water. And I seen some nigga, you know, he whispering to her. I heard him. I heard him out of his side. He's about whispering to her. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you about that water later. Like, like he wanted to say something negative, but then he like he see me looking. He wanted to say something negative about what we doing selling water. You see, that's the mindset of the so-called black people, ungrateful. Because again, gratitude comes with appreciation. Gratitude comes with appreciation. When you see people who work to keep themselves up, you should look at that and be like, damn, I'm inspired. I want to. I want to. Work and keep myself. The thing in your mind should be, a nigga got a nice coat. I want that coat. That nigga got a nice coat. What's he do? He got a nice coat. I want that coat off his back. Oh. Oh, that's, that was you niggas in the 80s. That was you niggas locked up in jail, who dead, who was selling dope and robbing people. That's you niggas today, man. You niggas either dead or in jail. Your lives turned out to be nothing. Your lives turn out to be shit, and you niggas still trying to act like thugs. You niggas in your 50s and 60s locked up in jail forever, still trying to act like thugs. You niggas on sold drugs for about maybe five or ten years, and now you're going to spend 50 years in jail. That's because you niggas didn't appreciate the life that you were given. You didn't appreciate the freedom you had, the movement to move around. So, like I said, what do slaves want to do? Slaves want to return to the plantation. What is the plantation today? Prison. Prison is the plantation. 
That's see when you see these niggas going out here selling drugs and robbing and gangbanging, these niggas what they're really saying to you is they're not grateful for life. They're not grateful for the for the ability to move around freely, to have freedom of thought, not having somebody tell them what to do, not having somebody tell them when they got to go to bed, when they got to get up, when they got to shower, shit shade, they, when you can eat your lunch and your breakfast. See that what they're telling you is they're not grateful for that. You see, that's a burden to them. So I'm going to go out here and do dumb shit just so I can go to jail because that's all it's going to end up being. They know what they're doing. They want to go to jail. Subconsciously, these niggas want to go to jail because they are ungrateful about life, life, which a life of freedom. They don't want to be free. They don't want to be. Because why would you do that? Why would you sell? Why would you risk going to jail? And all you niggas going to do with the money is give it right back to the white man. Somebody gonna get me these Jordans. Somebody gotta get me these, this um, Rolex watch and this ring and this jewelry. I got a floss for these females who don't. They don't really like you niggas. They like the shit you got on. Somebody gotta get this BMW. I want to ride around and try and impress people. Meanwhile, back at the ranch, you niggas, they the white man. They they watching you. They know you selling drugs. They know you trapping. You do that for about five ten years. You niggas really ain't never. You niggas never really got nothing to show for it. All that money went on that BMW. All that money went on your jewelry, your clothes, your two hundred dollars sneakers, your little freaks. You know what I'm saying? Whatever the strip club, whatever you niggas do, do it. So when I see you so-called black males living that life of excess, I'm not. I'm really, really, really not. I'm just like you niggas make me cringe, man. And it's not for. You know, no, definitely ain't no jealousy thing. Cause I don't want to be you guys. Don't definitely don't want to be you. And we go for you entertainers too, man. You niggas will do anything for money. That's because you ungrateful with being men. You are ungrateful because if you do anything for money, you know, bend over, grab your ankles, be a faggot for the white man or whoever. You're know saying put on a dress. You saying you really ungrateful for being a man. You are ungrateful to your masculinity, your manhood. You are ungrateful. How is it that you were given supreme genetics? You are given supreme masculine genetics, something the white man wish he had. He wish he had. He hated so much in you. He wish he had it so much that he want to block that out of you. He wants you to put a dress on. He wants you to be a faggot because he hates what he can't be. So he want to destroy you because he hates that he don't have your masculine energy. He don't have your uh, your uh, genetic makeup. He don't have that strength. He has that weak recessive thing, and because of that, he hates you. And it's, instead of you seeing it and be as being grateful, having this gratitude that you come from strong genes, that you come from powerful genes, that you come from strong, resilient people. What you niggas do, I'm going to put that dress on. Where the party at? I'll, I'll be over there to bend over and grab my ankles for that for that uh, million-dollar check. You niggas are a disgrace, man. You niggas are a disgrace. For money, for material bullshit, that's what you do it for. Raw and uncut, that's what you do it for. You see, you niggas are dead receivers. That's why you do that. You're dead receivers. That's why you don't mind going to prison doing 30 years. You ain't got no problem with that. You'll die slowly in jail. You see, you'll die slowly in jail. You don't care about the shit you put your family through, nothing. You don't care about none of that. 
That don't matter. You just got to be that thug, nigga. You got to bust your gun. You got to be out in them streets. And then you don't care about what you put your family to through. You might, be, you might have a beautiful family. You might have a beautiful son, daughter, a woman that stood by you and whatnot, and you put them through hell. That's ungrateful. Then when your family turn out to be shit, your son locked up in jail, your daughter being a hoe and a slut because you wasn't around to be a father, then you somewhere mad somewhere. You basically shitted on their whole life because you wanted to be in them streets. You, you ungrateful. You had no respect for what you were given, and so it will be taken away from you. It will be taken away from you, and that's what you're seeing right now. You will be degraded by that. Right back.
black people were ungrateful for these great men. They were ungrateful for these great men. They sit up here and they bigged up this traitor and this sellout Malcolm Hex, Malcoon Hex, another nigga who was ungrateful. He started, you notice, niggas like Malcolm X, he started that ungrateful chain of events uh, in the nation of Islam. Here it is. How do you sit up here and you take, you go against a man who raised you, who raised you from nothing, who took you from nothing and made you, made you one of the most outspoken voices of the 20th century, made you a famous, made you world famous. That Malcolm X's fame came from the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. Make no mistake about it. His fame, nobody would have knew who the hell Malcolm X was if it wasn't for Elijah Muhammad. If it wasn't for the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, nobody would have knew who the hell Minister Farrakhan is. Nobody knew who the hell Malcolm X is. Nobody would have known who damn Clarence 13X is. Nobody would have known who none of these niggas were. None of them. None of them. And how did they show their gratitude? How did Malcolm X show his gratitude? Calling the messenger a pedophile, a child molester. Yeah, he still kept the names that Elijah Muhammad gave him. He still kept his, you know, fame that he gained from Elijah Muhammad. All right? That's gratitude for you. And what was his outcome? Minister Farrakhan, again, that's their business. They do what they want to do, but all that wisdom and knowledge that the Honorable Elijah Muhammad gave, Minister Farrakhan hands you back Scientology or, you know, Dianetics. He meant intermingles those together. That's what you get. That's what you get when you have you had great teaching from a great man who was going through the struggle long before you was even thought of going through the struggle, being raised up. You take his teaching and you divert it to something else. You divert it to something else. Clarence thirteen X, same thing. You take these great lessons that was meant to raise up black people, you take them into the streets and give them to kids, and they start degenerating them. They stand around on drugs, smoking drugs, selling drugs, robbing and stealing from other so-called black people, yet they call themselves righteous, righteous gods. But yet this is what you're doing as righteous men. You're robbing your own kind. You're selling drugs to your own kind. You're making your neighborhoods, turn your neighborhoods into shit. But the white man's the devil, right? The white man's the devil. Right. Right. That's ungrateful. And what it was that what is all these people's outcomes? That tell you right there. Muhammad Ali too. Another ingrate. They were given knowledge to raise them and they chose to be ungrateful and throw the knowledge in the garbage. And what happened to them? That what they went the road and they went the path where all ungrate people go. Ungrateful people. See, they don't rise as greatness. They don't rise in the power of greatness. Ungrateful people will never rise in the power of greatness. You see, they dishonor the people who sacrifice. They dishonor them, you see, to the point whereas you got black people today that's still disrespecting the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. You got black people today that's definitely disrespecting Dr. York, but yet these people are doing nothing. These people are doing nothing. They are accomplishing nothing in their lives because they hated on somebody who was doing great things in the lives of our people. And that always happens. When you hate on somebody who's doing great things in the lives of the people, touching the people in some kind of way to raise them up. And, you know, like I said, 
whether directly or indirectly, if you if you are gonna take somebody who's trying to be about the uplifting of our people and you're going to basically throw them in the garbage because whatever reason you don't like them or talk crap about them, yet you are offering nothing to the people. You are giving nothing to the people but your hate, your envy, and your jealousy, you know, uh, because you don't like the fact that you're not in that position. You don't want to see another so-called black man in that position. You don't want to see that. That's ungrateful. You should be happy that any so-called black man can stand up in this day and time and lead his people if, in righteousness. You see, because the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, he never said nothing that was unrighteous to in the evolution of our people, never. Y'all niggas want to try and find something. Oh, he was messing with young girls. You niggas don't know that. But you're just trying to find anything to put on him. Same thing. Dr. York, you saying he was a child molester. That's a lie. But y'all will y'all run with that because black people are ungrateful. Black people want to be left in the gutter. Black people want to be left in the gutter with the illusion that white people are going to save them. That's really the mindset of black people. They have no problem accepting white people as their saviors, the same people who got you in the fucking gutter. You got no problem with accepting them as your saviors, but when one of your own call, a nigga ain't leave me nowhere. He just trying to take my money. He just trying to he just trying to have a cult, see, and he just trying to have sex with the women, and he don't want he ain't trying to lead us nowhere. He ain't doing nothing. The only thing that can help us, well, you know, is, is reparations and, 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 and for the white man to give us some money so we can turn around and give our money right back to him. That's what's going to help us so we can get a mansion with that money and smoke weed in the mansion all day and, 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 and have holes in the mansion and, and trick money. That's what's going to put us on a higher level. That's the mindset of the black people. That's the mindset of the black people, Negroes. That's their mindset. They have a very dangerous and simple mindset, you see, because anybody that's trying to promote the upliftment and the betterment of our people, like I said, and anybody who is not grateful for that, that lets you know who they really are. We got a lot of black devils, man, a lot of black-ass devils, man, and those black devils, they came by way of what? They were discontent. The black devils always start up they discontent. They have a discontentment about themselves. They don't have that righteousness inside of them. They have that envy and that hate and that jealousy inside them, that female energy, that Eve-seeded energy. A lot of you black males, a lot of you guys are Eve-seeds, man. I told you. If you got, if you sitting up here, and I said it, man, if you sitting up here and you jealous over the next man because he got women, or you jealous over the next man because he got nice cars, nice clothes, jewelry, whatever, you jealous over the next man for that, and you not saying, oh, that brother looks nice in his jewelry. He looks nice in his clothes. He looks nice in his car. And you sitting around here hating on the person where you want to take their life, you want to rob them, you want to embarrass them. That's a bitch mindset. That is a bitch-made mindset. That is what that is. That ain't got nothing to do with you. You just want to embarrass that person. You want to make the you want to make them feel bad. You want to you want to switch that energy that you have, that hate you have in your heart, where you got nothing. And you want to take what they got, and you want to make them not have nothing. You are sick. That is sick. You see. You see. That's sick. That's the mentality of the people. You see. That's the mentality of black people. Those who want to call in, you got to call in and press one. Those of you who want to call in, call in and press one. 
and I press one if you got to call in. Somebody said they was trying to call in. You got to call in and press one so I can see your call. All right, I'm going to take a call. 972, you're on the air, 972. 972. 972, you're on the air. 972. You're on the air. You have to call back 972. I don't hear you. 647, you're on the air. 647. 647. 647, you're on the air. All right. When y'all calling, you got to press 1, man. You got to call in and press one so I can see your calls. But, yeah, you know, though I'm, you know, it's kind of raw and rugged tonight, like I said, this has to be addressed, man. This has to be addressed in a real way because until you straighten up the men and separate the men from the males, until you separate the men from the males, you're going to keep getting this ungrateful behavior and you're going to pre- keep producing ungrateful people. When I say ungrateful, I mean U-N-G-R-E, people who will never see greatness. You see, that's what has to happen. You have to separate the men from the males. You see, and you have to breed those males out. You cannot allow, you cannot allow uh, 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 these males to keep producing more males. You see, let me take a call. Nine seven two, you're on the air. Hey, brother, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Absolutely great. Hey, I just wanted to give you a compliment, man. Everything that you are saying is absolutely correct. Absolutely correct. Um, I don't live in the states. Um, I'm very new to the show. Uh, very new to what I'm hearing uh, coming from you. And um, you people that are there in America and worldwide, you got to listen to this. This is. It's amazing. I don't. I don't know of any other uh, brothers that are speaking like this right now. All of the ungratefulness, all of the uh, the 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 activities that are going on. Um, this it's worthwhile news, man. I just wanted to compliment you on that. Thank you, brother. Thank you very much. You're the brother from Israel, right? Absolutely. And that's another thing too. Um, a lot of you people that are uh, Israelites and things in the states, um, we not the same as y'all. So um, I heard, I, I listened to a few of the shows. I familiarized myself with uh, with you, Newman, and a lot of it is correct. A lot of it is correct. I live in this land, and a lot of the Israelites out there that are speaking a lot of that stuff on the streets, that are um, saying all of these uh, hate calls and and you know uh, speaking a lot of false messages, y'all not like us. We we love you all. We love everybody, but. Um, you know, a lot of the stuff that's going on, a lot of people are actually following the beast, and they don't know it. They don't know it at all. You know, so um, you don't know who the Messiah is. You don't know who who God is. You know, so this next person, I mean, we could very much so be hearing them now. You know, I'm I'm not saying too much because I don't know I don't know too much about you, Newman, but I'm just saying right now I love it, man. I like everything that I'm hearing. You know, so much props to you, brother. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm not gonna hold you. I'm not gonna hold you. Um, but uh you got my details, man. You're more than welcome to call here anytime, you know. Um I'm not really gonna say my name or nothing, but you know who I am. So 
Sorry about that. Yes. Breathing we and got stuff. We actually got a brother in Israel who's a member of the Republican Mental. We have a brother in Israel. Yeah. Okay. Um, listen, uh, link him up to me. Um, I'm going to send you my number. I know you don't contact on on, on uh, what we was talking about, but um, that's that's the only source of contact. Um, I'm going to send you a personal number, man, just uh, here in Israel. So just have the brother call me. He's more than welcome to, to come to where we are. So Okay, brother. And, uh, right. We'll assist him here, too. All right, brother. Um, I, right. I caught – I don't know if I'm going to say it right, but I think it was uh, Menzek. How do you say uh, Shalom? No, we say Menzek in our language. We have our own language. Right on, brother. Menzek. Menzek. Thank you, brother. All right. Eh, that's cool. Some love from Israel. Thank you, brother, from Israel. But yeah, like I said, the gratitude, that ungratefulness in the people, like I said, it starts with the men. It starts with the men. When we we had a problem with giving compliments and props to one another, we got a comp we got a problem with that. When the last time you ever see a so called black man give a compliment to another so called black man? Hey, brother, that's a nice car you got. Oh, brother, that's a nice – and not being on no – trying to size them up or standing no sideways, brother, I like that. And you, I've tried that a lot of times. I've seen a brother wearing something nice. So I'm like, brother, that's a nice such and such. And, you know, brother, the so-called black men would be like, yeah, I right, like thanks. Like they're not used to hearing that. And I can tell they're not used to hearing that because they know what they, what they usually get from the so-called average black man is envy and jealousy so much so that you so-called black men feed off of that. You feed off of envy and jealousy. That's why you niggas always talk about, oh, I love my haters. I love my haters. I know you do because y'all vibrate on that same hateful energy, that same ungrateful energy. You see, each day that you're able to get up and you have your health, you have a sane mind, you have a reasonable a mind that can rationalize and think and whatnot, that's something you should be grateful for. That's something you should be grateful for. You see, because that's an open door to greater clarity. And a lot of you so-called black males, you don't, you don't get that. You don't get that. You know, you rather dwell in darkness. You rather dwell in blackness. You see, that's where your mind is. Because a lot of you were raised by females, not men. You were not women, but females. Females only. Females only. Not real women. Not definitely not real men. And see, this is what the backlash is. This is what comes of that. Like I said, this is what comes of that when there's no real men there, there's no real women there. People who are coming from a long line of gratitude, ingratiating themselves with their own kind and embracing their own kind, teaching love of their own kind who are operating from this higher level of frequency. Because again, we ain't out here to love everybody, man. Everybody's not worthy of love, man. Everybody's not worthy. Because, see, love is another way of saying acceptance. When you say you love somebody, that's just really another way of saying you accept certain things. You accept their ways. So, no, we don't accept the ways of everybody because at the base of a lot of the ways of so-called black people, and all I'm concerned about is the so-called black race. Those are people we're trying to get out of the black race. But at the foundation of all, at the base of all of that, is ungratitude, ungratefulness. Ingrat- as it ingrated, ingratitude, ungratefulness, and that keeps our people from seeing greatness. You have to honor your 
elders, honor your the ones who stood up for real. Not the Uncle Toms, not the Aunt Jemimas, not the bedwinches, but the real men and real women who stood up, you see, but nobody else would. Those are the people you got to honor. Or what do they do in the so-called black neighborhood? When you see a, I notice this with you, a lot of you so-called black men, you do this. Whenever you see another so-called strong black man who keep his head up and moving around, you niggas tend to hate that. You hate that. You niggas want to punk another so-called black man. You want to try and degrade him in some kind of way. A lot of you got the spirit of the white man on you. I'm going to just be real with you. A lot of y'all got the spirit of the white man on you. A lot of you black males got the spirit of the white man on you. You don't like, I've seen that, I've seen that before. My own father told me one time, he said, you know, you always got a serious look on your face. My father told me when you walk around, you always like you got a mean or serious look on your face. He said, maybe you might want to change that look on your face. I said, why I got to change the look on my face? Because some nigga don't like it? Why? Oh, because, you know, you might get into a bunch of fights, people be looking. Why would you care about what look I got on my face? I'm not, you know. And you, and I had males like looking at a screw face. You trying to look all in your face and all this other stuff like that. Trying to, you know, I screw you and try to I screw you back and forth and trying this, you know, this, this pissing game. You know, playing a pissing game with you and whatnot. That's people who are ungrateful. You should be grateful in this day for any man, any so-called black man who's ready to stand up in any form of masculinity, man. You shouldn't be trying to break down no other so-called black man. You don't do that shit to the white man. He'll come stand, walk up all in your face, talking and everything. I seen you niggas put your heads down. But then you want to try and do that to another so-called black man. That's 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 ungratefulness on the highest level. You want to try and do that to another so-called black man. I want y'all to really um, process that while we uh, take another break.
You know, I really appreciate that music. I am grateful for that music. I am grateful for jazz music. I am grateful that bronze men actually sat down and took time to learn instruments and produce and create such great music like that. That's why I always honor jazz music, good jazz music, good soul music, good music. You know, that's that I'm grateful for good music, man. You know, you know, you know who's ungrateful for good music? You little niggas who turn out this crap music that you call rap. Even good rap music, I'm grateful for good rap music. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, when you when you seen the rappers sampling these uh, R&B and, and jazz, stuff like that, that's in a way showing gratitude for that because their music gave a pulse and a life to your lyrics. So now what you, 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 you black males are doing right now, this garbage, this trap music you making, that's niggas who are ungrateful for music. They are, they are, they have no honor or no gratitude because for you to call that garbage, you make music. Sound like something you just, you know, you just, y'all don't even try to have no kind of content no more. Everything's off. Y'all just saying anything now. That's ungratefulness. That's ungratefulness to the highest degree. Because if you truly respect music, you little niggas would stop making music. If you truly respected music, but you niggas don't, because y'all just doing it for a check. You see, back in the day, our people wasn't just doing it for money. They did it because it was an expression of their soul. They was expressing themselves. You see, so they had a gratitude. They had they showed gratitude for the ability to have those to move people with their music, with their voices, and things like that. That was gratitude they were showing, man, to the Most High, man. You see, to the Ascension that we were able to do that. Now you niggas just done took it backwards, man. Y'all just y'all done took it to garbage, man. Y'all like Caucasians who make that damn loud, um, heavy metal music. That's what trap music is nothing but, it's really nothing but heavy metal music. Now, that's the black hole trap music, the black heavy metal music. Garbage. Garbage. All this music, this garbage you hear that you're calling music, this rap, trap, crap music, it's garbage, man. These are people who have no gratitude for real music. They have no respect for real music. If you play real music around, we don't want to hear that shit. What's that? That's the old school shit. But yeah, but that old school shit sound like it's the good shit. Y'all are garbage. Y'all are just shit. You see? Just like that. A lot of you old niggas who listen to this broadcast, you old timers, a lot of you old niggas, I'm going to just say it just like they're raw and uncut. I, I got no filter. A lot of you old niggas got a problem with mental health because of how I talk, my language, and the things I say because I shatter a lot of your uh, uh, illusions and your fantasy that you picked up in this matrix. Your illusions and your belief on these, you know, on on the so-called white man and his uh, uh, his image as God and all this other stuff and your religious beliefs. I shatter all that with logic and rational thinking. Instead of you respecting that and raising onto this level or having that dialogue or calling in, a lot of you talking. About, I don't like what you didn't be saying. I don't like what he. You don't like what is being said, but. You should be grateful that a young man, and I consider myself still a young man in this day and time, and at 50 years old, still has has a clear mind and can give it to these young people, raw and uncut and real. Unlike you, a lot, unlike you old niggas are unwilling or unable to do. You should be happy that the torch has been handed off to somebody who's ready to take our people forward. But instead, you slide you guys who was running with the uh, old nation of Islam and old timers. You um, Nawabi and some of y'all are on some ungrateful shit, man. Yeah, some of y'all, I, I'm getting a little bit of hate from, not really the, y'all, but it's like some of the fringes on there, they'll say stuff like, oh, this guy was, he was without you. And y'all try to try to link me to Doc York and try to, you know, basically take credit for me to give to him. 
and it ain't really got nothing to do with me or him. It's just the fact that you don't want to see one who looks like you, you know, become great and thus raise all people to become great. That's ingratitude, man. That hatred and that jealousy, man. That's sickness. That's why people. That's why so-called black people are not growing anywhere. They're not going anywhere or growing anywhere. Let me take another call. Six four seven. Six four seven. Six four seven. Hello. Hello. Six four seven. I can't hear you. Six four seven. Okay. Six four seven. You're going to have to, something wrong with your phone. Sorry, 647. Am I coming in clear? Am I coming in clear? I just want to make sure that. Let me see. So like I said, at the heart of all ungratefulness is jealousy and envy. And that is the worst thing for a man to be as jealous and envious of another man or a woman to be that way toward another woman. When you see a real woman who you respect and revere on some level, you either honor that woman or if you don't see her on that level, then you don't dishonor her. You move away from them. Separate yourself. You see, you don't need to have no um, bad interactions or things with people. You don't need to. You either, you know, Congratulate these people and move on. Congratulate them and move on. There should never be any enmity or hostility. It shouldn't be that there, but it does exist. And like I said, this, the fact that people are not trying to address that, the fact that people, these so-called conscious people, are not trying to address that, they want to address everything from Egypt to Africa to Israel to everything else, they don't want to address the core, the core foundation that which keeps them from extending into a state of righteousness. They don't want to address that because I don't don't tell me nothing about God. Don't tell me nothing about the devil. Don't tell me nothing about that when you acting like a devil and playing like you God. Don't tell me nothing about that. You acting like a devil and playing like you God. You see? Because with that come a lot of ultra standing, not understanding, but ultra standing. Ultra standing. You see? See, when there's ultra standing and when there's complete comprehension, the word we come with mental life. When we came with ultra standing, that was complete comprehension of your ways and actions just as well as everybody else's. You can't go all the time, them, 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 and never me. See, at the foundation of everything, you're going to find that it is always you. Even when you don't think it's you, it's always you. It's always you because it's what you attract. If you are one who is ungrateful, because, again, I'm going to say this too. A lot of people, you want to hear things when it benefits you to listen, when it's, when things are going your way. You like advice when it supports what you want to do. When it don't support what you want to do, you you'll shut down immediately. You don't look at it. You don't want to logically and rationally look at it as to why someone is saying that. And you don't really want the real answer. You want the answer that makes you feel better. That's ungrateful. That's ungrateful because you know deep down inside the person who's telling you something is telling you that with the best of intentions and because they see something a little more, way more than what you may not see. 
They might have that wisdom, or they definitely have that wisdom, that elder wisdom, that extended wisdom, that extended vision that you may not have. And like I said, a lot of you are ungrateful to those who carry that or ungrateful to the advice these people share with you. You see, a lot of you are ungrateful to that. And this is why you lose your lives. This is why you end up, you know, you end up in bad relationships. You end up around the wrong people because you don't heed the message. You are ungrateful to what you are given. You are ungrateful to what you receive. Like a lot of these women out here, like like these women who have these plastic surgeries, especially you so-called black women, who y'all don't need no damn plastic surgery at all. Look at little Kim. She was a cute girl, cute bronze sister, man, cute. Cute girl. I've seen that in person one time. Nothing wrong with it, cute. Before she started messing her face up because she was ungrateful with what she had. She was ungrateful with her beautiful bronze genetics. She was ungrateful. She she let some she let some some nigger, some fat sloppy nigger, tell her that oh you you know you too dark skin mean and biggie, and you let a fat sloppy nigger make you over in his image as a slut and a whore. You let some big fat sloppy nigger make you over into his image of what he thinks you should be, which is a slut and a whore, and that's what you chose to ride out on and ride with. And yeah, you got famous and you made some money, but along with that low self esteem that he fed you. And how you dishonored the genetic material that your parents gave you, the beautiful genetic material. Because like I said, I've seen little Kim before, years ago, before the surgery, and she's a nice-looking girl. You threw all that away. You wanted to be lighter. You wanted to be whiter. You wanted. You hated your bronze, beautiful skin, dark skin, something wrong with being dark. Now look at you now. Look at little Kim now. That's, that, that's her punishment for uh, not being grateful for what she had. That's her, look at her face. And Vivica Fox and all these other people. Look at their faces. You see? They didn't like what they saw in the mirror. They were ungrateful for what they were given. And these are nice, some of these are not these are nice looking women. But the beast gets them to be ungrateful. He says, Yo, your your skin is too dark or your hair is too thick. Your your you know, your nose is too, maybe you need to do something with that nose and your lips. Your lips lips are too full. The thing you know the things that he wants, he wish he had, he tell you is something wrong with him, the things he wish he had. You see? He he make he creates this nonsense in you, this idea that something wrong with you, something flawed in your beautiful genetics, your beautiful dominant genetics, your beautiful bronze dominant genetics. He tell you something wrong with it. Next thing you know, uh, yeah, maybe I need to be a lighter skin. Maybe I need, like this simple-ass rap Negro, he going to step into my, uh, I don't want no dark-skinned baby. I don't want no dark-skinned baby. I don't, I don't like no black-ass bitch. He dark-skinned. And you, you don't thank Armin for your beautiful, rich, dark melanin, but then, see, that's a black male right there. That's a black male. He don't thank Armin for those, those that dominant genetic. See, that's what happens. Sickness. Mental illness, something that's not being addressed by the religious people, by the by the entrepreneurial people, by the conscious people. They're not addressing that. We're the only ones addressing it. So let me go ahead and uh, answer these questions before we go. Why does ungrateful behavior lead to ungrateful people? Because, again, if you do not honor greatness, if you do not honor greatness, and that's black people are the only ones who don't do that. Black people don't honor greatness. 
They don't honor greatness. They honor they honor losers shit. They honor losers. They honor. They'll put a fucking uh, a, a mural up of a rapper, a, a, a drug dealer. They'll pull up a mural of a drug dealer. They'll put up a mural of a fucking gangbanger. You see, they'll put up murals of that, and they'll make videos glorifying these niggas who dead or in jail. That's what black people are on, and then they wonder why they children are messed up. They wonder why black people don't have no respect for each other because of that. That's a part of it. You see, when you don't honor great, great people and great and great, a great mentality, great mindset, great behavior, like I said, you're not going to become great people. No gratitude. What is ungrateful? A people who are not going to become great under no circumstances. They will not become great because their vision is not greater. Black people's vision is not greater, so therefore, and they're not, their vision is not greater about who they consider to be great people. That's why they will never become a greater people again. Like I said, the mass majority of our people are going to fade to darkness, man. Why are black, why are people really ungrateful? Because of jealousy and envy. Jealousy and envy is at the core of, uh, uh, of this um, ungrateful behavior. You see, again, if you see a brother who's doing his thing and making money and legally and, you know, and, and helping people or a sister doing the same thing, you should be grateful for that. You should be inspired by that. Not hate on it. Not be ungrateful or be have no gratitude for something like that because you should be grateful that somebody was like, you was able to meet somebody like that who inspired you. You should be grateful for that. John niggas' minds is all screwed up, man. What does greatness bring out in pe- of people? More greatness. That's what it's supposed to if your mind is in the right place. If your mind if your mind is in a state of righteousness, it brings out greater great more greatness in you. But if you got a nigger mentality and you hiding behind religion and all this other stuff and you're trying to justify your nigger mentality, man, there ain't no greatness coming to you, man. What is what does jealousy bring from people? The lowest, the most degenerate things come out of that jealousy. That's a very powerful, heavy, two dimensional hold on black people today. And that has to be broken one way or the other. But that's it. We're going to close out in the name of Amen by the power of Amen. And Amen we trust. And Amen we thank. And in Amen we continue forward forever. I am the intellectual Nubian Menkare. This has been Mentelect Radio. I'll see you guys back here tomorrow at 10. Good night.
when you wanna come back. But there ain't no hack. Trap, caught you like a good strong buck. Now you're fucked. But my third eye helps me see that the black man's guard of yo, it ain't no mission.